In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit, I ask that you come into this church right now to be with us, to remain with us. Open our minds and our hearts, our ears, to just receive whatever you desire us to receive in this Mass, Lord, so that we can begin this Lent uh, with holiness, with righteousness, with a firm conviction to really follow you and to change and to get rid of whatever might be keeping us away from you. I ask the Lord to bless us, to bless our families, all of our loved ones. Help us to be courageous and faithful Catholics who are willing to do anything for you. We ask this through our Blessed Mother and St. Joseph. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Shortcuts. The devil is trying to tempt Jesus to take shortcuts. Jesus goes into the desert to be tempted by the devil, to fight against the devil, to, to battle with the devil, and the devil is trying to tempt Jesus to take shortcuts. We know, and our faith tells us and preaches, that Jesus came into the world to save us from our sins, to die on the cross for us, to rise from the dead so that we could be saved so that heaven could be open to us, so that we could have a place where we could spend eternity. That's why Jesus came. So the devil is trying to take Jesus and tempt him to take some shortcuts. Jesus knew that he was going to have to die on the cross, that he was going to have to be crucified, that he was going to have to suffer, and that it would take a while in order for that to happen. That he would have to go out into the world for three years and preach and teach, be accepted by people, but also be rejected by people. Some people would love him, some people would hate him. And Jesus knew that he'd have to go through that, but the devil was trying to tempt him to just do some things now. Right? Jesus was going to take bread and it would become his body and his blood. And the devil is trying to tempt him and say, just turn these stones into some bread right now. Jesus was about to give his life for the entire world. And the devil takes him to the very top of the temple and says, just throw yourself right now. Sacrifice yourself right now. Jesus was about to gain power and authority over death and sin. And the devil was trying to tempt him. I can give this to you now. I can give you power now. But Jesus doesn't give in. We know from the gospel that Jesus fights and he doesn't give in. Oftentimes in our life, we like to take shortcuts. I'm going to start a YouTube series called What Kills Me About Chaldeans, okay? The first thing is engaged couples. Wow, honestly, you guys are amazing. We've seen so many things here at St. George on wedding days, some dresses that are bigger than this aisle, some dresses that were found in the toddler section, okay? <laughs> but the one thing that kills me about engaged couples is a lot of engaged couples want to take shortcuts as they're preparing for their marriage. And the biggest thing that I see, the biggest shortcut that I see in couples who are about to get married 
is the church requires you to take a class, a marriage class. Maybe some of you did that years ago. It's changed since then. And there's a beautiful group of people that do it now that put it together from ECRC. And the class is simply four meetings. Four meetings. And when I tell couples that they have to do that, it's like all hell broke loose. And they just want that one day course because it's a shortcut. Why did I have to go to seminary for seven years in order to become a priest, but you can't go to a class for four days in order to get married? We take so many different shortcuts in life. Even just for example, when we're stressed or when we need to just be relieved of something, it's very easy to take shortcuts in the midst of our stress, in the midst of our anxiety, to say, you know what, I'm just going to drink, I'm just going to smoke, I'm just going to watch this or do this in order to just feel better. Because that's a shortcut. It's a shortcut. And it takes more work to go to the Lord, right, to sit in front of the Lord and to give Him whatever we're struggling with. That's harder. It takes more work. But the bigger issue, my brothers and sisters, is not that we're just taking shortcuts, but that we don't know how to work. Oh, we know how to work in our stores. We know how to work in our businesses. But in our relationship with God, we don't know how to work. We don't know how to challenge ourselves. And Jesus shows us that very thing how to challenge himself. Just think for a second. Jesus was baptized. And after his baptism, he doesn't go to Penis and have a baptism party. After his baptism, he doesn't go to the Capitol Grill for a baptism brunch, right? Jesus goes to the desert. For 40 days and 40 nights, he goes to the desert after his baptism to fight to challenge, to conquer, to win. We need to learn how to fight. And that's the point of Lent. Today we begin Lent. Tomorrow our fasting begins. And so what are we going to do? Who are we going to challenge? How are we going to fight? How are we going to battle in this season? We have 50 days to really take this time seriously, to really challenge ourselves. I don't think we understand how serious sin is. There's a very important point. Sin might be private sometimes, which means that people will always say, well, Abuna, I'm not hurting anyone. I fall, but like, I'm not, I mean, my sins are not hurting anybody. That's the biggest lie of the devil. Sin might be private, but sin is never, ever, ever personal. Why? Because we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. We are the body of Christ. So when I sin, when I fall, even though it might not be a sin against you, that sin is hurting you. Because we are one. So just like the world is experiencing right now, 
As if a pandemic wasn't bad enough. Now we're going into war? My brothers and sisters, we need to wake up. We need to look at the signs. We need to look at what God is showing us. The very things that are happening around us is a result of sin. A result of our sin, of my sin, of your sin. Because the more we sin, the worse this place is going to become. And so I don't want to focus too much on that. What I want to focus on is just as our sin can affect us as a whole, so can our good actions, our holy actions, our faithful actions. Just like sin can tear us apart as brothers and sisters, so can holy and faithful actions build us up, raise us up, make us better, make us greater. And so I want to encourage us during this Lent, if you're not fasting from sin, we need to fast from sin. We need to give up sin. We need to give up the things that are leading us away from God. That's the number one thing. But two, we need to add. We need the Lord and we need to add Him in our life. And so one thing, and you guys know this, especially if you've been coming to St. George for the last couple of years, one thing that we started to challenge you every single Lent was to come here at 6.30 a.m. on Friday for Mass in English. Yes, it is early. Yes, it is still dark outside. But I promise you, if you've been to that Mass, when you sit in this church, you feel something different. Why? Mind you, there's, every year there's almost two to 300 people that come to that Mass every Friday at 6.30 a.m. And why is it beautiful? Because together, as one, we are fighting. You have to give up your sleep. You have to give up your comfort. Hopefully you don't give up your toothbrush or toothpaste at 6.30 a.m. <laughs> but we have to give something up. And then we come together at 6.30 and we've all just battled against our comfort. We've all just battled against our pleasure. And it's like we're here together in the battleground. And I, I'm getting chills right now talking about it because I can't tell you how amazing it is. When we fight together, when we work together, when we're faithful together, how much it does for us. I mean, look at this church right now. It's packed. It's packed because you want to be faithful, because you want to love the Lord, because you want to live for Him. But we need to learn that even in the midst of this church, many of us still need to change. Many of us still need to work, to do the things that are necessary, to no longer take shortcuts, but to work hard and to challenge ourselves. And so this Lent, the Lord is giving us that opportunity. Recognize that our sin hurts us as a body of Christ, but our good faithful actions will build us up. I want to challenge you to take this Lent seriously, to live for the Lord and to really give yourself completely to Him so that we no longer live in a world that's sick, that's lonely, that's depressed, but a world that's completely devoted to God. And this is our only chance. Amen. Amen.